to the SheePod with Rachel and Sarah, not the Bible ones. I am Sarah Tenenbein here with Rachel King. Hi, Hi Sarah. Sarah. How are you? That was like in unison. I, I like know. it. Uh, it was almost harmonic, but not really. Not quite. Because <laughs> yeah. one of us can't That would sing. be the name of our failed girl band. <laughs> Non-harmonic. <laughs> almost. Almost. <laughs> we were not quite there. No. Not quite harmonic. No. Anyway, um, so I have an update for you. I know mm-hmm. we talked, I think it was last episode or the episode before, I can't remember, mm-hmm. about how I wanted to set you up with my accountant. I think we did mention that. Yeah. Based Who based you have on never met. I have not met him. Okay. I have seen a two-dimensional photo of him. Right. I think he's very cute. I think he's good with money. You showed me. He is attractive. He's cute. So here, I was thinking about this. Okay. Should Rachel be with someone who's good with money? Uh, yes. Well, okay. So I am not great with money. Okay. Which makes me think that, yes, that would be a good thing. But also, if most arguments in relationships are about money, are about money yeah. and finances and such, I feel like if I was with someone who was really good with money, they would hate me. And it would be mm. awful. So how about you have a long-term relationship with someone without merging your finances? Okay. And so I don't win in that scenario, though, because I want to at least mooch off of someone. I see. But I do have good credit. Okay. That's good. Yeah, because I have lots of credit cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so don't listen, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am a frugal, I don't know, mm-hmm. maybe if something's worth it, I'll pay for it. But if I right. can find a better price somewhere, I'll, you know, I, I like buying things on sales. So for example, you're, you're good with money. Yeah. I would say I'm pretty good with money. Like for example, uh, when Steve got, uh, his TV show, uh, a couple years ago, or maybe it was last year, uh, I had a friend of mine who emailed me and said, you always could spot a bargain. And <laughs> I thought that was particularly funny. Um, like about Steve in general? Yeah. Like I <laughs> wow. bought, I bought low. <laughs> I wonder what he thinks about that. Well, let's ask him. Let's ask him. Here. It's our first male guest. Oh, I didn't know that you two were doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Every I was just Sunday. in here getting a hat. So I feel like, Steve, you and I have very, we have compromised for the most part, but I feel like I am like a stickler. I like having uh, predictable income and expenses and you're sort of like, big picture, serial entrepreneur. I don't worry about, you know, the the bottom line in terms of like what every little detail costs because overall it's an investment in this thing that I'm building. W- yeah, I'm I'm right. And so <laughs> <laughs> I believe that it doesn't matter if you lose a nickel today to get a dime tomorrow. Right. Now, granted, you and should deal in like much higher numbers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Preferably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, Go ahead. So I, you know, for me, I am definitely a dreamer and I'm someone who, here's, here's a great example. I, when I was in college, I needed $50,000 in student loan in order to get through. So I took 58 because that was the most that I was able to take. And I knew that when I graduated college, $8,000 would be all the difference in the world. Mm. But later on, it wouldn't mean much. And so the premise was that, yeah, I get into a little bit of debt to start out in order to get myself into a place where I wouldn't have to worry about it anymore. And I paid off my loans much earlier than I needed to. Right. So, I'm so yeah, jealous yeah. that you paid off your loans. I, well, I still... I've Can got, I just say <laughs> there was no fanfare? Yeah. I feel like there should be... Like, you get a party for a baby, for a wedding, all this stuff. Neither of those are as momentous to me 
and and imp- impressive as paying psychologically. Off your psychologically, there wasn't yeah. even a like when you submit. Congrats. There wasn't even like a congr- congrats message on the website. And not only that, but because they estimate what it would be, you get yeah. like a check back for a couple of dollars. Right. And so like you don't even completely pay it off. The only thing that you know we paid off is they sent me like a check for like three dollars and eighty seven cents, and they're like, "This is your." Like congratulations! The, it, you know. There was no congratulations, no balloons. Yeah, they should send me an oversized check for the three dollars <laughs> They should. Can you actually cash those? Do we know? Uh, I know that you can't. Oh, really? Because I know someone who won. Uh, my friend Ronnie Jordan, who's a comedian. Yeah, he won a big talent search thing, and they gave him a twenty-five thousand dollar giant oversized check. check that he. But they gave him a real one also. Right. Yeah. Because he had to like fly home. And so, so he, he just left. Both. He just left the giant check in his hotel room. He's like, "Yeah, I just slid it under the bed. Someone will find it at some point. It'll be funny. <laughs> oh, someone's heart is going to be broken. Oh, I know. This is amazing. Yeah. Oh, I, w- I wish I, I got to find a really big banker. Yeah. <laughs> so, so my take is that you should find someone who's good with money, mm-hmm. but not someone who's prudish with money. There's a difference. That's fair. Well, you if, wanna you wanna be yin and yang. You wanna even each other out. Yeah, you want to find someone who, well, I don't know what you want to find, but <laughs> I would recommend you find someone who is, who has a, who has a smart outlook on money yeah. and who is responsible with it, but not someone who's a tight ass. Like there's a difference. Yeah. Because you know? yeah. I would drive him crazy. Absolutely. So. Well, I, I feel like what we do, or at least what we, not now, because <laughs> we're, we're in it together, Steve. Now everything is just all one big pile of accounts and credit cards and stuff like that which is uh we it'll be very difficult to get divorced yeah yes so, so now we're we're stuck just because of the banking i was talking about this <laughs> how like you know administratively it's really hard to break up when you're married it's yeah. just like it's all the paperwork i bet you a bunch of people are just like yeah like maybe I'll stay. that's the whole point though make it really hard and then you have to stick it out yeah. Well, Next there thing are you some, know, it's fifty years. There yeah. are some people who <laughs> there are some people who keep it easy, and I don't think that that's healthy. When yeah. like people get married and they're like, "Oh, well, this is her bank account. This is my bank account." But they're you like, can really? have, but you can have both. You can have your cake and eat it too, though. You can have like a joint account for joint expenses, and then have a little something on the side for either of you. So, like for example, if I buy a new pair of shoes, I don't want someone asking me, "Can we afford this? Where did you get that? And how much?" But did what this if cost? one person makes a lot more than the other yeah, one? Then I, they should just pay for everything. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I think a team is a team. What's fair is fair, yeah. A team is a team, and I'm a big sports fan, and I know that uh, this metaphor is this is not the right place for this metaphor. No. That's okay. Our four male listeners are really glad that you're here. Right <laughs> They're probably like, what is this voice? That woman has a really deep voice. <laughs> Thank God she's not talking about periods again. Yeah, so, oh, I'll get there. <laughs> so there, the idea of not everyone on a team is the MVP. Like there are other people who are, you know, who contribute in their own ways. And so the idea that like if you're a partnership, if you're a team and one person is going to make more than the other, unless there's this weird thing that you have to at all times make exactly the same (laughs) amount. That sounds exhausting. Uh, It really does be like, hey, I got a raise. Well, you have to quit. Sorry. (laughs) No, we both have to quit. I feel like one thing that I like a lot um, about us and I've seen it in other people's relationships also concerning money is you have you kind of take turns supporting each other mm-hmm. so for example when I mm-hmm. first got together with Steve you know I was basically the one that had the more consistent income and then when we moved out here to LA I decided to go it alone and do independent consulting for a year and he definitely carried me through the year and yeah. that's you know but yeah, when we nice. when we started you know I I needed help getting out of debt yeah. Like, and it was something where I was like, not getting married till this is gone. Yeah. And it was something <laughs> where, you know, in that time she definitely helped. And, you know, now 
I'm I've got a big television show that nobody watches or have heard of, and uh, <laughs> and that has you carried can plug us. It. You yeah. can plug it. Yeah, can I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually have a new. I actually have a new one coming out. Yeah, uh, that the four male listeners might be excited about. Yeah. So b- by the time this episode is up, I might even be able to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, so can we not talk about it? It. I can say this. Uh, it airs on. It's on Fox Sports on FS1, mm-hmm. and it airs the night before the World Series, which is pretty prime time considering FS1 is That's carrying awesome. the World Series. And you're on camera, right? So I am the host of it. Uh, I'm not just on camera, but I'm on camera with like a bunch of legends and uh, the Mets hitting coach. Like taught me how to hit in in the city field tunnels which was i might even watch this of fun oh I'll, no we should watch it because he tries thing. to make sports funny yeah, which yeah. is good it's yeah. a lot of fun i take people with thing. no sense of humor and i make them next to me while i'm funny that's <laughs> i was gonna say Perfect. i make them funny but no <laughs> kevin long and that's hitting coach is actually very funny he was great steve would get so excited and he'd come home and be like i just hung out with kevin long and i'm like who who yeah in fairness her her? It's, yeah, <laughs> egg. egg? Yeah. A, a lot of people would not offhand know who the Mets hitting coach is. Yeah, but, but I, th- that's not that's one example because I could not think of someone else on the spot. But you had just but I had just said me. Kevin Long. Y- exactly. Well, there was a part of the show. There's a part of the show where I interview Pedro Martinez, who's one of the best pitchers of all time, and he's in the Hall of Fame. Who? Uh, and he just got Her? he just got put in the Hall of Fame like this past year. And so there's a part during the interview where he's telling a story and it involves something that someone said to him at the induction at the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So he mentions that. He's like, yeah, you know, and when I was being inducted to the Hall of Fame, and I was like, that's a real slick way of reminding everybody that you're yeah. in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> and he did not appreciate that. <laughs> oh, come on. If you hadn't, I would have been like, well, yeah. yeah, you had to. No, you you, had that's to. your job. You're supposed yeah. to. L- comedians are, what are they? they? The commentary on society, right? Yeah. If you're not going to call people out, who will? Uh. Not Nobody. the media, exactly. Certainly not. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'm part of the media. Yeah. But anyway, watch my show, which name you don't know. Yeah. But it's on FS1 the night before the World Series, and then yeah. I can talk about it more soon. Yay. By the way, no one, <laughs> this may or may not exist. We No one will know if you're telling the truth until that date. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> They'll just put on random shit. Is this the show? What <laughs> is this? We don't know what he looks like. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> is that Steve? Well, if it is out when we publish the episode, we can put it in the notes. Absolutely. So, yeah. Link to it. Absolutely. All right, well, let's move on. What are we... Uh, so I actually asked Steve to come up with some watching, eating, wearing. So I let's talk am interested about in the male version of this. Yeah, I agreed because we were talking before about how, oh, should we maybe, you know... Androgenize? Yeah, make it a little... Uh, a touch less feminine. Yeah. And <laughs> I tried. And you were like, you mean yeah, as, as opposed, opposed to, to the rest. rest of the podcast? This is this is fun for me, by the way, because my YouTube demographic is literally 92.5% male. I think ours is probably 98% female. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Hmm. All right. Well, let's start with watching. What are you watching, Rachel? I watched last night. I watched the Super Blood Moon at Griffith oh, Observatory. We're going live. We're going live again. In a natural event. Because the only thing on television that I've watched is Toei and we can't we, we can't, can't go there talking. again. We can't keep so talking that's about why it. I keep talking about the live events that I've been to. But it was super Wait, can fun. Can I just call that show instead of Toei? Can you just call it Toe cuz it reminds me of a foot? <laughs> Does the show remind you of a foot? The show reminds me of a foot. And that you don't want to see it? And that I don't want to see it. <laughs> so it's, it's it's smel- it smells bad. I feel like there's fungus involved. There's a lot oh, of fungus Oh, by involved. the way, are you familiar with Tunnel Bear? No. And we'll talk about this in a future episode, but it's basically something that hides your IP so you can go on British websites. 
and watch British oh, shows. Oh no. Yeah. So uh Downton Abbey is for free. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually really good to know because that's what I'm gonna do next. Yeah. By the way, I'm also convinced that there is a drag queen somewhere named Downtown Abbey. <laughs> <laughs> he tried that on me earlier. <laughs> hey, I wasn't running material. <laughs> well he's got a crowdsource. I, I said I'm convinced. But I wait. did not say I just come up, came up with this. So one of the best parts, actually, is watching the British ads. And uh, Mark Wright from Toei is in, oh like, no. is it a toothpaste ad? All the people in the toothpaste ads had bad teeth. I was really, I was noticing. I don't know. Or anyway. veneers. I, yeah. Okay, so talk about the blood moon. Okay. It was anticlimactic. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Um, But it was a really fun, there were, like, thousands and thousands of people climbed up to the observatory because no cars could get up there because there were thousands, thousands. This of people. is a nightmare. No, it was fun. We hiked up. It's like thousands a twenty-minute hike. Yeah, this really <laughs> nice. So we got up too we, late, and there was no room for blankets. Uh, and this really, really sweet Asian lady who didn't speak any English at all, like patted her blanket and just motioned the seven of us to sit down with her. <laughs> oh my god! I know. What and then her daughter showed up and was like, "What is <laughs> happening?" But we were like, "Have some Twizzlers," and we made friends. <laughs> what if? She was not calling you over. She was just smoothing out her blanket. <laughs> then she was in for a surprise. Yeah. But we what if she was like, what nice padding in this? Who are you people? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they ate our Twizzlers, so I feel like we were friends by the end. Yeah, I would. I think that's a fair trade, Twizzlers yeah. for blanket. Yeah. Yeah. We had a lot of snacks. The Twizzlers were the only thing they wanted. Are those both names of Michael Jackson's kids? <laughs> blanket and Twizzlers. Yeah, I know Blanket's one of them. Is yeah. Twizzler the other? Uh, yes. It should be. Sure. Yeah. Middle name. Why not? <laughs> anyway, uh, so what we're watching, Steve yeah. and I actually watched nine episodes of this yesterday. What is it? Empire. Oh. Do you not watch it? I tried. <gasps> Hated it. Rachel. I Shame. Lo- I'm I loved all alone. it. Shame. I loved it despite how much I want Terrence Howard to die. Not yeah. the character, the actor, <laughs> the actual guy. <laughs> he's a lady beater. Six said, different times. Well, yeah. yeah. But and, also the character. And he defended Chris Brown. Yeah. yeah of he defended he did. Chris Brown in a way of like, come on, this is just what people. Oh, d- are people not talking about this yet? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's he's insane. He also he claims to have graduated and gotten a PhD from like USC or something mm-hmm. like that, and he never finished college. And he has something. He's actually a lunatic. Like he has something called teriology that, and he sits in his house. This is on Wikipedia, so it must it's be like true. Worse than Scientology. And he sits there with plastic uh, and wires, it? building things to try and prove to everyone that one times one is two and not one. That's his. Yeah. You know what? I feel like it's good that he's like keeping himself busy and away from us with that, <laughs> at least. Because every time he builds a sculpture out of wire, that's another woman he's not beating. That's exactly. actually yeah. what he hits the women with. Sculptures, sculptures. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're like pr- planetary prints. Whose joke is that? Oh, B.J. Novak, battered women. Yeah, sounds, sounds delicious. delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make it right. It's a great joke. Love him. That is a good joke. Yeah. So, but Empire, super good. It's really good. I, I can't like stop watching. I watched like three or four. I hated it. Interesting. I feel like this is our line it's in the so sand. Cheesy. I feel like Rachel oh, is racist. I actually don't like <laughs> most of her stuff. Scandal. Hate scandal. Oh, okay. If you're not. Uh, oh, wait. Shonda is also Empire? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. No, maybe no, not. No, I don't think Shonda's Empire. Oh, she's had to get away with murder. Yes. Which, th- I mean, that's crazy. Now I am racist because yeah. I just assumed it was her. Yeah, I was like, well, it's a show with black people. She did the Cosby show, right? Was that her? <laughs> right, that Am- was Amos and yeah. Andy, there was a black guy on that. Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, <laughs> but she only wrote for Urkel. Everyone else. Yeah. It does have the same feeling, like over-dramatized, It cheesy. does. I, I love it. I can't get enough of it. Also, because the middle son on it, he was in the Mighty Ducks. Is the middle son the gay son? Yes. I love him. Yes. He was the only part that I really liked. Well, he's the only... We were, Steve and I were discussing this. He's the only character you can really root the for. The middle son yeah. was in the Mighty Ducks? I yeah. thought the young son was in no, the Mighty Ducks. No, the middle son. The young son's like 19 years old. Oh. The Mighty Ducks was... <laughs> More than 19 <laughs> years <know>. ago. <laughs> Sadly. I, mean, I guess that's true. No, the, so the middle son in real life, I think he was born in like 81. Was the so. young son in Mighty Ducks 7 then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was out at some point, right? Armed and dangerous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All oh right. Well, man. okay. So, so I'm a little upset you don't like Empire, but that's yeah. okay because at least I can. I know talk I'm to alone. About I know most people love it. I, I, I just, I just think it's like, it's like kind of Desperate Housewives. Like it's just so over the top, dramatic, crazy. You know, people like. I didn't like Desperate soapy. Housewives either, but I love what's that terrible one that we Devious Maze. Devious Maze, which is the same as Desperate I know. Housewives. I don't know why. I think because it's even worse. As someone who it has to be that bad, yeah. And who surprisingly enjoyed Desperate Housewives and has heard a little bit of you watching Devious Maids, do not say that's the same. It's the <laughs> same guy. It no, it's the, the same stuff. The same but guy, not the same but it's not the same show. No, and that's why I like Devious Maids because it's so it's a whole new level of terrible. Like it's so bad, it's, it's good. so bad, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, totally. That agree. is the difference between like pasta in Little Italy and being like like Kraft mac and cheese, right? <laughs> <laughs> easy same mac. Thing. Yeah, it's the same. Don't knock Easy Mac. It's, I just had it for lunch today. It's amazing. We also have that in the office, by the way. Oh no, yeah, Rachel has free food in her office. Too much, and it's all delicious. <laughs> and and bad for you. Well, it runs the gamut. We have healthy stuff for sure, but then we also have like frozen burritos and Easy Mac. That, so that's not good. No, yeah. it's no. not. Well, it's st- never ending. It's bottomless Easy Mac. Well, this was the this is why it's good that I don't work in an office mm-hmm. with free food. I'd yeah. be twenty pounds heavier. Um, and we'd be divorced. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> Although I did ask Steve at one point, I'm like, if I gained a lot of weight, you know, would you still? He's like, you know, he was very cute and very honest. He was like, you know. I probably wouldn't want to have sex as often, <laughs> but I wouldn't leave you. Oh, <laughs> that's strangely sweet. I know. Yeah. It's very honest. Also fair. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Well, I think when you're married, I think you have a a duty to each other to like try to take care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You're in right? this yeah. together. Yeah. I, I would basically be like, well, I'd still like hanging out with you, but, <laughs> <laughs> but gross. <laughs> well, no, the idea of, y- you know, you're supposed to try as hard as you can to look the same if not better than when, than you, met. when you met yeah agreed you know despite age yeah obviously you know at some point we're all gonna be real wrinkly <laughs> yeah but as long as you go down that slope gradually off the cliff together at yeah the same i moment. also think just looking as good as you can look for where you are in your life sure you that's know. fair yeah like not gonna you know when i'm 50 not gonna look like this I want to look good for 50, though. I I don't want to look like this at 50 because I feel like that would be weird. <laughs> Some weird Benjamin Button yeah. type thing. By the way, is it okay that the air is on? Yeah. Okay. It's totally fine. You can't hear it. All right. Great. We've tested. Now yeah. people Tried know that. The air is on, guys. Yeah. Well, the air's on. Sorry. The air is on, ladies. It's okay. <laughs> behind the scenes. And guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we were talking about food. So but mm-hmm. that's interesting that you brought up you know being in the office and having all this access to you know gross but delicious food because steve you were telling me earlier that you now being on the road and having access to all the food you're just eating like terribly all the time well when i'm on the road and i'm doing stand-up it's fine because i control my meals yeah but when i'm filming it is not okay yeah they feed you i noticed this i noticed this when i did laughs last year 
And now that I'm doing the show that shall not be named. Uh, Voldemort. Yeah, now that I'm on the new <laughs> Voldemort show on FS1, <laughs> night before the World Series. Uh, so Volda Sports. Yeah, now that oh, I'm on. Oh, good. Nice. Good, Rachel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now that I'm on Volda Sports. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, I, like, I, I can't eat well. It's, it's so difficult because, I mean, they're feeding me. And not only that, but then they'll do things like, in one scene, I had to eat, you know, part of a hot dog for something. So they got me like a hot dog at Dodger Stadium. Did you have to do multiple takes? And then, uh, I yeah, I had to do, t- I nailed it in two on that one, which okay. was good. that's good. But then there was another thing that it would be very funny that, like, there's, they were doing a voiceover and I was, like, walking through New York trying to, like, find these different people to interview. And so I was like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if I stopped and just got an ice cream cone? Mm-hmm. Like that would be kind oh, of oh while a neat you're shot. talking to the person no 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 like the idea that I'm walking through New York and it's showing me you know walking down the streets and hailing a cab and all this stuff and then it shows me like stopping and buying an ice cream cone and eating it and like taking the time <laughs> like that would oh, be a funny thing so then, yeah oh so your montage you just like it. slows down right but now right. I've got an ice cream cone yeah. and I'm like well I'm not just gonna throw part of this out because there are starving people in China yeah. that have nothing to do with this ice cream mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so. I, uh, y- you know, you just you eat like garbage. Yeah. So I, if I get, f- if I get famous, I'm gonna get fat. I feel like also. But you'll be rich, of, so it's totally yeah. fine. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. But outside of SoCal, I just feel like it's much harder. Or California, because no- Northern California was it's pretty, pretty easy healthy, to be healthy. Yeah. But what whenever I'm back on the East Coast, <laughs> fair. Whenever I'm back on the East Coast, I feel like it's much more difficult. Absolutely. I feel like I pack on the pounds both because the supply of food is mm-hmm. not particularly healthy not in new york though because i walk so much that it washes out but you still eat crap so you you don't feel good you don't feel good and in the winter i feel like your body wants to keep on the weight like and and there's also the disdain (laughs) of like when you go the first time i was when i first started trying to eat healthy a couple years ago the one of the first nights i was doing it i was performing at a college in and i didn't know like what my go-to's were yet right i was performing at a college in forest city iowa which uh, I know, quit bragging. And so <laughs> uh, I went, I was like, hey, is there anything a little healthier here? And the students were like, well, there's a, there's a sports bar. And I was like, that is, that's all right. You can't put sports in the title and make it healthy. Yeah, there's n- no, like, <laughs> also there's a bar. There's a, yeah, there's a sports pizza place. And so, uh, sports burritos. Yeah. <laughs> they got chicken. Yeah. Well, this one had, so I was like, it's okay, fried I guess chicken I'll get and a cheese salad. on a salad. What food? Mm. That's exactly what oh, it was. Really? There was a salad. I had to be like, can I have no bacon? And can I have grilled chicken instead of the fried chicken that comes with a salad? And they looked at me like I asked them where I could try my prom dress. <laughs> <laughs> and then they uh, also, they were like, uh, I said, can you put the dressing on the side? And they were like, yeah. I was like, do you have any like oil and vinegar or something like that? They're like, no. I was like, do you have anything light? Mm-hmm. They go, well, we got light ranch. I was like, that light mm. buttermilk? I don't think that that's a, <laughs> that's yeah. not a thing. What's it, what's it lighter than? Just feeding me fat? <laughs> just melted lard all right steve so you're eating gross Mm -hmm. rachel what are you eating okay so at the blood moon the super blood moon i am a huge fan of picnicking Mm. like i take my picnicking very seriously whether at the beach Do you have one of those like pre-assembled baskets yes uh, i do i haven't been using it i need to find it in the move it got shuffled yeah but i certainly do yeah um However, lately I've just been using uh, my Ikea bag or the Instacart bags. They're actually, they're perfectly sized. But um, I, I have, I want to put up like a few Instagrams of, because recently it's been, it's been really strong. Like last night we had the most amazing spread courtesy mostly of Trader Joe's. Yeah. They really just take care of you. And yeah. then a couple nights, a couple weeks ago I was at Carrie at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery mm-hmm. and made tacos and just brought like 
like a platter full of tacos and so we all just had delicious di- I mean it's just the best there's nothing better than like sitting outside with bottomless wine and friends and like really good food I'm a huge I fan. also like bottomless friends yeah <laughs> bottomless friends are the best friends with no bottoms. <laughs> actually looking at the two of you right now you both look bottomless because we're all sitting at a table it's like news anchors over here Mitch is yeah. bottomless that's true Mitch is like Daffy Duck. Anytime I put anything on him, it's only the top half of him that's covered. <laughs> Not his willy. His Aww. willy is just free. Well, free willy. Free willy. <laughs> but you, need, you should put a few photos of him up in like his the Best Buy shirt, especially. Is oh my, my God. I know. Yeah. He has. So he has a few. Po- I can't believe I'm this person, but I am this person. So I will say this. Mitch, it is helpful for him to wear things sometimes because mm-hmm. he scratches himself a lot because he has sensitive skin. Now, does he need the volume of, of clothing mm-hmm. that he has? The does varied. He need, does he need the choices? No. no. I need the choices. Mitch doesn't need the choices. You're like, ah, oh, I get so tired of looking at him in a blue shirt. But it's true. If he hates all of them, who cares? Yeah. So Do he you? has a blue polo where he looks like he's working at Best Buy. He also has a red polo where he looks like he's working at Target or Staples, mm-hmm. depending mm-hmm. on my mood. <laughs> um, he's got a shirt with a monster on it, and then he has pajamas with monkeys on them. Buddy, this is what I'm wearing. Mitch, Mitch, Mitch is wearing clothes. what Mitch is wearing. Yeah. Um, what I'm wearing is mosquito bites. Tell me more. Okay, so one of my favorite things about Los Angeles is that there aren't mosquitoes. How is that true? I've I feel never like I get bitten by things here. There well, you're in the valley. The nearly the volume of no. mosquitoes that it's I used to get crushed. Coast. in yeah. Being in D.C., which was built on a swamp was not not great for me a person who i feel like most of us fair fair skinned redheads are especially especially susceptible yeah. you ever hear like the euphemism someone will be like oh that's because you have sweet You're blood so sweet. and it's like that's not how it works that's uh mosquitoes aren't looking for dessert <laughs> they want blood blood they yeah. probably like savory things who even knows yeah, yeah. but they do They're big into cheese <laughs> so am i so I feel yeah. Um, maybe that's why they like you. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's it. Yeah. But for whatever reason, they are drawn to me, and so being out here has been a nice reprieve. Yeah. From that mess, especially in August. I don't know what happened on Thursday night. I was at a poker game in Santa Monica, which I feel I like feel would like be when even there's less. no, I feel like when there's more humidity because you're closer to the ocean in Santa Monica, they're they're but also a there's been a weird. There's been a weird, humid stretch yeah. in LA that yeah. is conducive to mosquitoes. Yeah, mm. maybe I they came with no all those hypodermic needles and yeah. tampons that washed up. Oh my god! Did you see that? Yes, and Doc Weiler. Oh my god, did Steve, did you see this? No. Like in the ocean, things like uh, old tampons, condoms, mm-hmm. condoms, all these things washed like, up on shore. Like so many of them, Makes that you they never tested the water and the bacteria was off the charts, so this and so was, they closed it. This was Venice. This was Dockweiler, which is a little bit south of there, I think. Oh, I always just assumed it was Venice. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, in Venice, that's Condoms, every day. They wouldn't have noticed yeah. if it was tampons. Venice. That yeah. is, that is uh, actually... It would be someone's a, there's art There's a lovely piece. little cafe on the beach named that in Venice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. All right. Well, Steve, what are you wearing? Uh, I'm I'm not right now, but I am wearing vests. And this is a thing I've been into I like for the, the last vest. year. I like yeah. the vest movement. It's it's something doing. that yeah it's something that's different. Uh, the first time I did it because there's a comic I know named Sam Norton who wears vests a lot, and I talked to him about it because I was like yeah I wore a vest like out just as a regular fashion statement for the first time today, and he was like how did it go? Mm-hmm. I said I liked it a lot. I think the key to wearing the vest is to have the attitude 
like when other people come up to you and have that attitude of like why are you wearing a vest you have to have the attitude of like why aren't you wearing a vest right <laughs> why like, why you, would i not wear you've a vest, done this yeah. wrong <laughs> uh and i've actually gotten a ton of compliments like on my youtube videos and stuff people are like oh i love how he's got like such a unique style mm-hmm. yeah and i'm just, and like, just for the, the listeners out there so when i met steve vest. he only wore uh black shirts and jeans so by when you met you mean the first four years we knew each other (laughs) yeah well yeah this was like a recent Recent. it actually was uh for the for laughs for the tv show the executive was like no no more black you can't Mm -hmm. do it and steve fought him on it it was mainly because the first couple episodes we were taping in a club with a black background and so steve Mm -hmm. was a floating head i just looked like a weird head and i was like i think that'll get people to tune in i like the attitude too of when someone comes up you're like why aren't you because it has like a jack donaghy yeah. It's after 6 p.m. What am I, a farmer? Obviously, yeah. I'm wearing a tuxedo. Yeah. Like it has that. I like it. Well, I dig you, it. You have to, I think you have to do that in general. Yeah. I think, you know, a lot of people it works get made 99% fun of. Yeah, get of made the time. fun yeah. of because they let themselves be made fun of. Right. You know, I was, I'm very much into comfort, I think, as a lifestyle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, I need the temperature to be within that two degree range that I enjoy. Oh, I know. And so, <laughs> so. I, I agree with that. But comfort is a very important thing. It's a redhead thing. Maybe. And maybe. Yeah, maybe. you yeah. don't need to, you don't need to sacrifice you can be comfortable and so i was wearing you know it was kind of cold i was in st louis and and i put on uh earmuffs this was not recent this was over the winter mm-hmm. and i put on uh i put on like these like earmuff things the nice stylish ones not the pom-poms right yeah. but uh i put those on and a friend of mine who's a very close friend of mine and entitled to make fun of me whenever he wants mm-hmm. you know was like what are you what are you wearing earmuffs for and i'm like it's cold jackass <laughs> why aren't you wearing your okay no go ahead just just freeze yeah <laughs> You Enjoy know. your frostbite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't really care. And then we'll get inside the restaurant, and I'll take the earmuffs off, and I'll be comfortable. Yeah, and I yours like will it. be purple. Yeah, and that's what—that's the attitude you gotta have to go through life with. Why Especially aren't you with your doing friends. what I'm doing? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Unless you are genuinely doing something stupid, in which case. That's the one percent of the time when people be like, "No, yeah. <laughs> I'll just call you." On no, it. put some pants on. <laughs> <laughs> Bottomless friends. Yeah. Our favorite kind. <laughs> So I am wearing uh, earmuffs, Steve. So I am wearing um, <laughs> earmuffs. Yeah. Um, so Rachel, as you know, I have an Excel spreadsheet of my shoes, mm-hmm. and one of the things that I was missing was a pair of short black booties that were super comfortable. Right. So I, I like ha- short black booties. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. That was terrible. No, that was excellent commentary. Thank, Thank you, you for that. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, hey, you keep a spreadsheet of shoes, and I said nothing about it. That's true. So. I was actually waiting for something. I, I kept quiet. See, did you not know you. about my shoe spreadsheet? No, I just know better than to fight these things. <laughs> but what's wrong with having a, sh- a shoe spreadsheet? Well, I organize what I need and what I have. Do you do you think that any cell that is in need is bright red? I cannot find anything wrong with it. I think it's perfect <laughs> in every way. <laughs> because we have been married for almost five years now. Yep. And I am not stupid. <laughs> I love your shoe spreadsheet and all the formulas you've calculated. (laughs) 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 Anyway, I have recently acquired, not that expensive, uh, Clark's booties. And they look great. I will put a link to them up on the blog post. And I will wear them if if it ever gets to be not 100 degrees here. I have to say, my mother has been wearing Clark's for a while. And they used to be a little unfashionable agree they have really stepped their game up lately they have i've even i've like been in her closet and been like "Ooh, where are those from and i was tricked because they were clark so now i think i just have to admit that they're they're somewhat fashionable i actually really like i like tim's they're like tom's except every time you buy them an african child loses a pair of shoes <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> 
Did you just make that up? Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, just I just have him on here. You can just try out all the new material. I know. With, you know, no repercussions. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to do that on stage. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. No, do it here. And then we'll have people in our Slack chat give yeah. us feedback for you. Yeah. By the way, if you do want to belong to our Slack chat, our Slack, blah, Slack, blah, blah, Slack chat, Slack, Slack chat, Slack. No, I'm just trying to mess you up. Yeah. Oh, thanks. It's basically a private Reddit thread for listeners and us. Uh, but you it's know, So we can talk all things SheePod, and it's a very positive place. So if you would like to join, send us an email at hello at SheePod.com. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. so my Clark's booties, they're very cute. I would say they're not the most attractive. However, I have a pair of Jessica Simpson booties that I never wear because they hurt my feet. Yeah. So I would rather sacrifice a smidge of fashion. Do you not feel if you wear, because I wear socks with mine, mm-hmm. which aren't incredibly uncomfortable the anyway. jessica simpson one it's more about the heel the heel's yeah. quite high can i go back to the part where jessica simpson's booty hurts you <laughs> <laughs> in so many ways it has hurt many people <laughs> it's responsible for grave i injury. have to say she 10 years and she's worth like what a billion dollars yeah, from she's this fashion she's actually i mean her stuff i also love yeah her purses her shoes i love all of it I, and I, i'm i was embarrassed at first but now everyone no, i it's, know it's owns good. jessica simpson shoes because yeah. they're well priced they're attractive and somewhat comfortable and mostly comfortable yeah, yeah. except those booties those yeah. were a little too high but yeah i have uh, i've tried on uh, her other stuff and it's been great mm-hmm. so. also wide enough because i i don't have particularly wide feet but like steve madden for example for some reason they're always way more narrow than oh. any human's foot so are did i just understand so jessica's Jessica Simpson's booty is wide enough. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Exactly. Okay, yes. Just making sure. <laughs> All right. On the topic of Jessica Simpson's booty, let's talk about what's grossing us out this yeah. week. Rachel, well, what's, what's I mean, grossing besides you the hypodermic needles. Yeah. Um, I do this really fun thing where I always lock myself out of everything all the time. Okay. My house. You should my give me car, a key to your house. I know. I need to do that. I also need to bury four of them around Somewhere. my apartment. <laughs> When I was in New York a few months ago, I locked myself out of my Airbnb <gasps> at three o'clock in the morning without my phone because butters bolted and I ran after him and the door slammed behind me. And it's one of these New York locks that are like absolutely insanely crazy. No yeah. way you could ever, 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 ever jimmy it open. Yeah. No phone. Had to wake up a neighbor at three in the morning <gasps> who was going to work at like six. So he was thrilled. Borrow his laptop. Log into my Gmail Find the girl's, the Airbnb girl's phone number, call her on his phone, (gasps) beg her to get a locksmith to me, let him go to bed with his phone and his computer so I had nothing and just sat in the foyer praying the locksmith would come. Mind you, I'm there for work. Oh, and another girl from work was coming to meet me there. Like she thought she had just, it may have been like two in the morning. She had just (laughs) taken a flight from the West Coast and thought she was finally getting home to like a comfy, warm bed after coming home from yeah. the airport but you had other plans to for me her. Yeah. in the foyer being like hey i locked us out and i don't have a phone what if you, like she gets to the foyer and you're like this is the place it's <laughs> new york apartments are really small right <laughs> um so that was the worst and also four hundred dollars <gasps> yeah ouch yeah yeah i like recently less uh, terribly just locked myself out on a normal saturday morning and had to have a locksmith come it was only 150 I know. Yeah, you should definitely give Sarah a key. Yeah, because yeah. I for 150, I will save you. I will drive down. I know. She'll I will do it. She'll do it for 125. Yeah. I usually give have you, a spare give you key a deal. hidden too, but I use it so often that, that it's, it's not, not there anymore. I need two or three hidden. Yeah. No, that's a good idea. I definitely. We have some uh, a hidden key, and then we've given keys to various. 
I once locked myself out of my car twice in the same day. I didn't even realize that you could lock mm-hmm. your keys in the car nowadays. Well, this was 10 years ago. Oh, it was. Okay. Um, Maybe more. Maybe okay. 15. Yeah. But I locked myself out as me and a group of friends from TGI Fridays. That's where we worked. We're leaving for a concert. Oh. And so, but the, that was fine because the mall security guy just came around. And he had the Jimmy thing. The Jimmy thing. The yeah, hanger. Yeah. So he popped it right open. We're like, oh, crisis averted. Yeah. Got to the concert. But you were not deterred. I was not deterred. Got to the concert. As we're getting out of the car to like go to the concert, I lock the car with the keys inside and the lights on. <gasps> then call AAA and they tell us they can't get into the parking lot until after the concert. Oh, no. So your car is going to be dead. Right. Yeah. So that was fun. We have. I'm really. I'm impressive. It terrifies me. Whenever that (laughs) happens, you're like, "Oh, that's so great that you could open my door and get me right away." You could open my door whenever you want. Right. Like, there's that moment. Also, that where you're just like, "Well, but a locksmith or a mall security guard would never abuse this sort of power." Right. They're beyond reproach. Safety is an illusion. It's not. (laughs) We're not ever really safe. When I think about the fact that our house is like a box with pipes running through it, Mm -hmm. like if someone wanted to get in, they would get in. There would be no problem. Yeah. Don't come. Don't rob me. (laughs) <laughs> sexual offenders <laughs> who live in the neighborhood we live in san diego <laughs> <laughs> san diego utah right yeah. <laughs> well i see what you did there <laughs> yeah um very well, exclusive community it's not even on a map <laughs> google hasn't found it yet um what's so gross for you i do not like small portions at a restaurant hmm. okay is this the bargain hunter in you no this is the hungry person in me fair what if the, it was priced accordingly? Not that it ever is. But if it's priced accordingly, does it still bother you? Or no. Or would you prefer to pay more? If I'm at like a dollar taco truck, totally fine with yeah, it. Yeah, that's fair. However, Steve and I went to brunch a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, he ordered breakfast tacos. And it was like, what, like 12 or $13? It was fine. It was adorable. <laughs> <laughs> These three tacos <laughs> for a... Like, Steve got his food and he was like, so what am I going to order, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I just looked around. I was like, this is, wait, what? Like, there were <laughs> more ingredients listed that were going to be in the tacos. Let's put it this way. I think it needs to be appropriate for what you're doing. So, like, brunch, I expect good yeah. portions. Yeah, yeah, And that's what we were this doing. This isn't a tapas. Now, if we're going to, like, a tasting menu, mm-hmm. I am totally fine with one of the courses being super small because it's more about the experience than like, you know, shoveling food into your mouth on a Sunday morning. Right. So it needs to be time and place appropriate. I am not a super large guy, but I'm six foot four. Yeah. I am 180 pounds. These tacos were designed, if there were like a fourth grader <laughs> who was like, I've already eaten and I want a snack after dinner. <laughs> He still would have been like, I'm a little hungry. <laughs> or the hamster. The hamster eating a burrito. Those were like hamster-sized tacos. You saw this, right, Steve? I did not see a hamster eating a burrito. He's pretty But cute. I would like to eat the hamster eating a burrito rather than eat these tacos. <laughs> gross. They were so small. That is gross. That's yeah. gross. I don't want to eat an actual hamster, but I was just saying it would be more fulfilling. Feel like to eat the hamster-sized burrito? It would be. Sure. That's what I meant. <laughs> there we go. Um, well, Steve, do you have anything to add to that? Do you have anything gross? I have such a gross thing. How much time do we have? Because I have a rant. Let's do it. I have such a rant. This is, this is the very reason I am on this podcast (laughs) right now. Oh my God, I'm excited. (laughs) So I was in, uh, I was in Morgantown, West Virginia. There you go. Which already. (laughs) Which is. Just kidding, Maxie. There's actually so much to say about the grossness there because it was a Friday night. 
we were on our way to Buckhannon, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. We stopped in Morgantown because that would be the likeliest place to get something to eat that wasn't, you know, a combination KFC and Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. So, uh, which th- they don't sponsor the podcast, do they? Not yet. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not ever okay. now. If you're if yeah. you're out there. <laughs> yeah. If you're out there and you work at a KFC and or Taco Bell, that is the same yeah. as itself. I would like some fried chicken. So thanks and a taco. We stopped. There was a Thai place. Fried chicken taco. <gasps> Sorry, they yep, have a no, truck here. Okay. We'll talk offline. Okay. Yeah. So there was a uh, so there was a Thai place that had a bunch of great reviews, and I was like, okay. And it was the oh, literally the only Thai place in Morgantown, and so we're like, okay. And it's a college town. I figure, you know, maybe there's some good stuff there. I've been to Morgantown a ton of times. I was not afraid of this Thai place for food, but we went there, and in the booth next to me. There, a kid sits down and he starts hitting the booth a little bit. Mm. And I turned to the other comic I was with and I was like, how long before I'm allowed to say something? Mm-hmm. He was like, do you want to switch seats with me? I was like, no, I w- I w- it won't help. It will not help. It's already in my head. <laughs> I'm already going to murder this child. <laughs> so then I did not know that he was just the harbinger of what's to come. Oh, no. <laughs> because the child was there with his whole family. His father was performing at the Thai place. Let me say that again. <laughs> performing <laughs> at the Thai place. He just had an, el- uh, an electric guitar plugged in, turned way high, because you could barely hear he was singing too, but mm-hmm. he was just ruining songs that people normally like and just and just ruining my meal. And I was like, I really enjoy Patsy You. And this is not, <laughs> this. I don't want to, to see you. He forced it, karaoke <laughs> on you. He did. It's like I was ambushed with karaoke. Oh, and, my God. And it was something. That's the, the worst kind of ambush. Yeah. But the craziest part was that, and I was just sitting there and be like, how does this add to this experience? How is anyone sitting here eating pineapple fried rice and being like, you know what I would really enjoy <laughs> with this pineapple fried rice? Someone who couldn't even get a gig at the Starbucks. That's <laughs> what I would really enjoy. Oh and and his stupid kid running through the Thai place, banging on tables. Well, and now so you definitely can't say anything because he's a celebrity. Yeah, of course. I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't want to offend my, uh, the local celeb in, yeah, Mor- you, in Morgantown. You can, you can download. Uh, you can download my next album <laughs> uh, on my website, which is at geocities.com. And so <laughs> it was so bad. And the worst part was that. He he finished a song and like everyone applauded, mm. and I was like, no, oh, and no. I just ke- I just kept eating. I was like, I'm I mean, not going to contribute to this. They were encouraging the bar is pretty low up there, though. That might be the norm. I yeah. figure it's it's a huge college. Like town. making it is getting. Oh, that's true. Making it is getting on People the bachelor. There. Yeah. yeah, that's very possible. <laughs> so I'm a dental hygienist, yeah. and so <laughs> the like the the idea that like how is this any better and i was the other comic i was with is brett drauk and he's very funny and so when he saw how much i was freaking out and he was like this is really bothering you isn't it i was like i'm gonna this is horrible and so then after every other song then he started applauding oh <laughs> <laughs> i was like et tu brute <laughs> uh, that's well played though yeah, yeah it, no it was very it was very funny on his part but it reminds me on our honeymoon of that guy in mexico absolutely so we sat down steve and i went to a resort two days later figured out we were not resort people and mm-hmm. we're like oh boy we well, have seven days left. we did not intend to stay at the resort too long but the problem was a week before we got there eight tourists were beheaded in mexico and so then we they went. were just like ah. don't leave the resort and we're yeah like, we had okay. like there were cool restaurants we wanted to go into the city and stuff and it just didn't happen but so anyway we went to the, the really authentic the number one number one usa sports bar <laughs> i think that is what <laughs> it was called it was like the only thing open on christmas eve right yeah yeah and there Two was Jews in Mexico on Christmas. That was fun. Oh, there was a guy there who, the worst lounge singer of all time. I'm not saying that to be like, I'm, I'm not using an unnecessary superlative. Like he really, 
if you put him in a contest. He was American, by the way. If you put him in a contest, it was just some American guy who figured out that With he could. With his Yamaha keyboard sitting outside a restaurant playing. Who didn't amazing. know the words <laughs> to deck the halls. Even oh, I know no. the words. To you know what the words are? Fa la 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 la. La 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 la. He also, he started a song. I'm not exaggerating. He started a song. He goes, this next song is uh, about a deer. Oh, my God. A, a reindeer. <laughs> my friend, I like to call Rudolph. Like, that's how he started. And every other tourist was like, this is amazing. And we're like, we're not, we're not from the same place as these people. Yeah. I'm kind of into it. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I wasn't ironic enough. Because it. At you that know point why? In my life. Like devious maids, it sounds so bad that it's good. I think if yeah. we had a table of enough people, it would have been amazing. That's true. Yeah, yeah, just the two of you but we on were just, your honeymoon. We were trying yeah. to not be idea. on our honeymoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not romantic. No. But if I was with a group of friends and we were throwing back like margs and tequila shots, I would be super into it. Absolutely. We were not. Yeah. 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 That's fair. All right. Well, let's move on to 90s nostalgia. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to talk about this week uh, that we don't talk or see people, talk this to or see Steve's people anymore. This is Steve's contribution, right? You Steve's asked him what he missed about the 90s. And he misses talking on the phone. I miss humans. <laughs> uh, no, I, so I have to I have to drive a lot yeah. for, for my job. And uh, especially we had this long drive. Now, this one I wasn't by myself, but I was thinking about it. We So we went to West Virginia. It was this crazy schedule. Where we were in Philly the night before and had to fly out of New York the next morning. Mm-hmm. And then we added this college in West Virginia. So it's five and a half hours there, seven hours back. Oof. And w- I was thinking about how, like, if I was doing that by myself, which sometimes I have to, if I was doing that by myself, wouldn't I love to pass the time by just calling friends and catching mm-hmm. up and how are you? Now when you call someone, they're just like, everything okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Everyone why? except my mom. Even my parents sometimes are like, are you all right? Oh, I don't, yeah. call, I don't call them. <laughs> I think you're, Steve, you're the only person I talk to on the phone. Yeah. I have some friends that call me now and I just, I I don't know. I need to be in the right mindset to pick up the phone. I agree. Sometimes I'll not answer, build myself up for like five minutes and then call them back. Yeah. There are are some friends. Or text them back. Everything okay? I'll like like catch up with on the phone. I feel like I have some that would do it if they were used to it. Mm -hmm. Like if I said to them, like, hey, we're going to, yeah. Call at That's some point. Ask I do a schedule that when I people, if I'm on a road trip or friends on a road trip, I'm like, hey, give me a ring between three and five, and sometimes they do. Yeah, <laughs> it's good sometimes with comics where if you find out like, oh, you're driving to Nebraska, I'm driving to Pittsburgh. Let's right. chat for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's something where I remember like you'd come home from high school. Oh yeah, so excited. And you would call. I would spend probably eight hours the a night on the phone. The yeah. whole time. I used to talk to like whatever boy you liked at the time. We used to talk on the phone until like four in the morning. Two, but about two? what? I, I don't know. Oh, what, what did we talk? And about? not only that, I mean, I would do that with girls who didn't like me that I liked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, hey, we talk every single day. We know each other so well. I know everything about her except why she doesn't like me. <laughs> <laughs> do you Middle see why? Ste- do you see why Steve and I got together? Aww. On our wedding website, we had uh, pictures of us. I think I was. 11 in mine and you were what like i think i was like five in mine no you were older yeah, well no i had the hands gross. across america one you had the one with the camera yeah that was at hands across america so we know exactly when it was because hands across america only happened one time the dumbest publicity stunt <laughs> in u.s history <laughs> i don't, I don't even, even remember it hands across america was so steve thing. just to 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 put some some you know context around it so steve is the youngest of four mm-hmm. and he's three years older than me and so a lot of his cultural references are actually much older 
than yeah. mine. That makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm 36. Speaking of gross list. <laughs> so uh, I Hands Across America was this thing. I think it was 1985 or 86. Yeah. So I guess I was six or seven. Yeah. And it was a thing where they scheduled this thing where all at the same time every we were supposed to create a giant chain of people across America. That doesn't for this work. Charity event. It was one of these things where it had. Like, Google this. It's hilarious how much it failed. Because, like, in New York, yeah, there were people all across the island. And then it would get to Jersey and people were like, no. Nah. Why? Why? What uh, is this for? I to think, buy a Coke? I think I to, Yeah, I think it was either to buy a Coke or to rally against Gorbachev. I don't know what it was. <laughs> to, pr- to protest new Coke, maybe. <laughs> uh, celebrate the bicentennial. A lot. It was a confusing time. Yeah. And I don't know why, but we did it because my parents are incredibly cheesy. Yeah. And so we went to Hands Across America. <laughs> and that is a picture from Hands Across America. Oh, interesting. So Steve in the picture is wearing a camera mm-hmm. in only a way a seven-year-old could wear a camera. It's Aww. a it's a camera case that is way too big for me. And I'm just wearing the camera case around my neck. Mm-hmm. And I was also wearing a a cartoon shirt that was like a like a comic book strip. Like it was like the whole shirt was covered in like com- – it just – and my hair, dream, dream boat. My hair looks like it was freshly bowled. Oh no! There, there was a bowl cut. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Which, by the way, if I ever meet an adult male with a bowl cut, I'm like, you must be a nice person. Are you sure about that? Yes. I feel like more child molestery. Could go that way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris Bowers, who's a comedian, uh, Chris Bowers has a great theory that you can tell how creepy a guy is by how young they were when they first uh, saw a boob. <laughs> because the older they were, or no, when they first touched a boob, the older they were when they first touched a boob, the creepier they are. Interesting. Because like you get, if you touch a boob when you're in like eighth grade, that's when you're like super cocky and a total dick. Yeah. But like if you don't touch a boob till you're like in high school, like that's more normal. Yeah. Right. And then if you don't touch a boob till you're like 30, then you're going to murder somebody. <laughs> <laughs> you may have already. Yeah. It was probably that boob. It yeah. was probably <laughs> attached to her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, well, I think that about wraps it up. Sarah. Steve, oh. tell us about Volda Sports. Tell yeah, everyone where, where people can find you. By the way, Rachel, A+. Plus. Mm-hmm. A+. Yeah. Plus. Thanks. Pretty, Thanks. pretty amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, people can find me, uh, my YouTube channel. So if you just look up Steve Hofstetter, uh, Google will correct you on the spelling. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to see all kinds of content, uh, you go to my YouTube channel. Or you can just uh, tweet me, at Steve Hofstetter. And if you still can't spell that, you just go to Sarah's Twitter and you'll see occasionally she'll like favorite my stuff. <laughs> there you go. So then you can Aww, find me guys. That. It's so cute. I'm trying to be supportive. That's how we communicate. Yeah. We actually don't talk <laughs> for Twitters. days at a time. While I, while I budget, I'm trying to yeah. be supportive. Mm-hmm. No, there'll mm-hmm. be days at a time she'll ignore me completely, but she'll favorite all my stuff. It's really so weird. So that's how you know everything's <laughs> okay, though. It's super weird. No, I don't even know if it's okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. These head games you're playing. Yeah. I know. <laughs> even after marriage. Come on, Steve. Yeah, and then I'll be—I'll just be like, "Are you are you okay?" And then she'll favorite that. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, where can we find you? I'm at Rachel G King on all of the things, everything, all, all of them, all of the things, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, it's easy. I keep it simple. What about I you? I like it. Uh, you can find me at Sarah Tenemine on Twitter and Instagram. Check out my site, FranklySarah.com, for links to my social media. If you don't feel like spelling my first or last name. Uh, my occasional musings on my blog and links to my other podcast uh, that I have with my husband who's sitting right here, Sarah and Steve Hate Yay. People. And if you enjoy our podcast and want to show your support, go follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, at the Pod. Go to ShePod.com. 
Find us on iTunes, share us with a friend, or drop us a review. We'd really appreciate it. And join our Farts Forever newsletter. Farts Forever. We'll send you the episode every week with lots of fun behind-the-scenes stuff from the blog. Have a great brunch. Happy brunch day. This was a pleasure. (laughs) Aw.